forget I can't hear the the buzzing. Yeah. And then it it doesn't happen. And I'm going, oh shit. It's just it's just finished there. Um, mm. the aftermath of uh, the tragic David Amos killing. Mm. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, a conservative MP named uh, David Amos was um killed very recently. Um, mm-hmm. when he was meeting with constituents, and it's uh just first of all, it's, it's dreadful that that yeah that that happened. There's no there's no getting around that, and um, a lot of people are feeling uh, very upset about it, and rightly so. It's a disgusting yeah, precisely. Yeah, it's a disgusting thing to happen to anyone, whether you're an MP or not. Um, it's one of those things that um, the, uh, you you sling a lot of shit about politicians, but the entire point is that you do that because it's a free society. Yeah, you can say these things about people because you know you are safe at the end of the day. So yes, for something like this to happen is utterly utterly horrendous. Absolutely. Um, while it is absolutely tragic, I do want to talk about the sort of the weird reaction from other people in our government about mm. how we should Because I'm not respond. very aware of the reaction. I w- I'm only aware of this as a tragic news story, so this will we'll get some weird live reactions through my camera, which will be yeah. equal parts chilling and terrifying, I imagine. Yeah, so um, there's recently, uh, you know Dominic Raab, I'm sure. I think Lewis. I know Dominic Raab. Let me quickly Google him to make sure I do. Yeah. Someone says Dominic Dominic Raab and Dominic Cummings. Oh no. Yep. Uh yes, I do know Dominic Raab. He's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. So um in in response spitting image helps, yeah. Um in response to to this, um Dominic Raab uh has talked about um overhauling the Human Rights Act in terms of like criticism that can be levied against the government and reducing the influence of the European court on what police and military services what good's that gonna do well (laughs) what well well he says he says that the the way that our services operate shouldn't be dictated to us by the European Union and um yeah, right. so he he wants he wants to overhaul it so that the EU will have less influence on, on on how. Uh, so is is this a Brexit thing or is this uh, something well, related to? Well, it's it's happening? a sort of it's a sort of conglomeration of stuff because it's not just it's not just him. Pretty Patel mm. has um talked about uh introducing a law that would strip anonymity of people online. Um, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah, which I have my own problems with, but. Mm. The problem with this is that Dominic Rabb is acting as if the Human Rights Act is some weird, nefarious uh, European legislation mm. when it's a British law that was mm. developed in Britain and doesn't just ensure the rights of British people, it ensures the human rights of many different people, whether they come yeah. from Britain or not. And mm. it's just... It's just very strange. There have been experts that say that it's deeply troubling, and I have to agree. It's it's it seems like a sort of weird, sly power grab. Mm, um, mm. Fascism is trending on Twitter because of this. A lot of people are saying uh, that that's what it, is, it tends to be—a a sort of shift mm. to authoritarianism because of you know 
a horrible thing that's happened and it is a horrible thing but that is like it's bread and butter to the Reichstag fire exactly it's bread and butter to people who are authoritarian and want more mm. control of our services for, for yeah. various uh, purposes mm, I, I, I do know what you mean I think I'm slowly starting to get the, the picture of what you're saying um, forgive me if I'm wrong but this is a, more of a question than a statement so is the idea that the killing of um, this conservative MP um, was used is is being used as an excuse to say, look what's happening because of these laws that I don't like, even yes. if the laws are not necessarily the cause, and yep. thereby these laws can be rewritten or binned off or whatever. Is that Ye- the idea? Yes, absolutely. It's okay. um, it's a sort of use of a very big crisis to try and increase the state's sort of power in order to you know. Essentially, well, it says here, um, Dominic Rabb said today that an overhaul of the UK's Human Rights Act would include a mechanism to correct rulings by the European Court of Human Rights if, what? It, if it didn't, if it didn't um, sort of go into what the government said or in the way that they acted. So it's... it's if it's, you're going to argue morality with the Court of, of Human Rights, then... Yeah. I feel like maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe you've lost the plot at some point. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you're at a point where you think, no, no, I, I am the moral arbiter of essentially anybody in the world, that the, mm-hmm. um, what was it, the European Court of Human Rights, yeah. and anything that they decide to convict, I am the arbiter of that. I can just decide, actually, no, that's a perfectly fine thing to do. Come to England and we'll, they'll be fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's He's... deeply disturbing. Because the entire point of like a moral judgment is that it's based on as Dougie's just pointed out, Britain, yeah. Uh, but the entire point of a moral judgment is that it's based on two things. One being the amount of suffering that somebody might be going through, mm-hmm. and the other being sort of a, a, a consensus. Yes. It, it needs to be the majority decision, because otherwise it's immoral for one person to make the moral decisions for everybody in the world. Absolutely. I don't know this. I, I don't know if he's proposing some kind of British high moral authority or something, but would he be the guy in the chair for that? Yep. Or would he get some kind of a long-standing British judge? Uh, I don't know. But either way, I don't. I don't like the sound of it. Yeah. Because what you're essentially saying is, I want to create a new sort of ministry of moral standards. Yes. And, and with my ministry of moral standards, I want to start governing what everybody does, which is terrifying and horrendous. I think literally that's. Um, Sorry, it's just popped into my head because I did um, an A-level in Spanish. And so we did like about the Franco dictatorship in Spain. Yes. I think they did actually have a department of moral standards and oh, authority yeah. that made PR about like um, a woman should do this and this so that when her husband gets home and, it, and we had to translate these leaflets and stuff. And it was really horrible stuff. So how far away are we yeah. from Dominic Raab becoming moral arbiter of Britain? And saying, oh, and by the way, you must buy all of your paint at B&Q because I own stocks there. Yeah, I mean... Do you know what I mean? The, the most, or most, even something much more horrific. Most fascist regimes do have... Like, I mean, that, that, is, that is the whole point of, mm. of fascism. It's, it's dictatorial um, morality at every level of, of society. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we're at fascism, not by any manner or means, but we're at a creeping sort of... We'll take that away, and we'll take that away, and it's bit by bit, rather than you know brown shirts walking down the street, you know shouting mm. anti-Semitic things, and you know trying to overthrow the government. It's it's more of a sort of corroding 
of mm, of institutions mm. that's gonna that's gonna lead to fascism again. He said that he wants um, Britain's Supreme Court to be the the ultimate ruler of what you know military and police services are allowed to do and what human rights are. Well, that's just utterly flawed does he mean every every police and every military or does he just mean the british police he, he means he means the british police and the british military i mean in that case it makes slightly more sense but yeah it's but still terrible because... i mean sorry we've, we've we we tried having a sort of every every country having its own national ethos about what you're allowed to do to human beings Mm. And it led to conflicts like the First World War, like the yeah, Second World that's War. that's a good point. Yep. I, I don't think it's a bad idea that the international community has a set standard for how you should treat human beings and mm. that everyone mm. is kept to the same page rather than, well, it's my country and I can we can do whatever we want. It's that, well, yeah. if those things are bad, then no, you can't. And if... Mm. You're not going to do bad things. Why do you want a unique ability to sort of change what is a human right in your own country and disregard mm. what everyone in the international community says? It's really yeah. creepy. Um, Petrifying. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Uh, the thing with uh, Pretty Patel as well, what do, you, what do you think about anonymity being stripped for um, people online? For, uh, Sorry, I was taking a hasty sip of water. Um I'm obviously against it, I think. I think that... Well, I say I'm obviously against it. it obviously, it's a complex and multifaceted issue, but yeah, I I can see the positives, I can see the negatives. I, 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 I suppose I haven't really made up my mind yet. Yeah. I, 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 that's bizarre. I came out of the gate with such a strong opinion, and now I'm saying, well, I don't really know. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, I do think that huge um, tech corporations uh, do require regulation in terms of what's yeah, allowed definitely. to be posted and what isn't um or at least there should be a sort of set standard like in society rather than just falling back on well i'm a corporation and i can mm. put whatever i want in my platform but um because there comes a point where a corporation becomes a necessity like mm. it's big enough that there are no other options if you get me like I'm not sure I do. Well, if well, it's it's monopolies. Like if if the market that that we live in is filled with different people with different sort of things, then you could mm. maybe say, well, that's your business and you can run it in any way that you want as long as it doesn't break the law. But mm. if the very few options are all owned by the same sort of people, oh, okay, yeah. Do you really have a free choice in what social media platform? You want to go on Facebook and no, Instagram are jointly mm. owned, you know. So it's like that's a huge monopoly of of social media right there. And mm. Google owns what YouTube. Um, what what else do they own? Like it, everything ever. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Google owns so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, you get my point. It's like you can't mm. really say now, oh well, we're a corporation and have the immense influence that you do and not expect mm. to be treated as maybe not a public institution, but certainly a public service, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Um, well, I think at the end of the day, uh, the, it sort of comes down to, like, um, in the street, somebody can't come up to me and start screaming abuse at me. Yes. Because that's illegal. It's... I would go to a police officer and say, yeah. this person has been following me for eight hours and screaming abuse at me. Can you please 
arrest them or something. Yeah. Um, but then... <sighs> but you can block people online. You you can block people online, yeah. And I think that's certainly something I would never want to get rid of. I just don't... Because I can't see... What is it? Right. Let's break this down. Let's try. Let's pretend I'm um, some moron you've dragged off the street, which is frighteningly accurate to what I actually <laughs> am. And can you explain to me what Pretty Patel is doing and why she wants to do it? Because I don't think I understand that well enough to have an opinion. Okay, so the the reason that she wants to strip anonymity for mm-hmm. people online is because of the increasing abuse that MPs get through trolls and stuff and she sees a correlation with what happened to David Amos in regards okay. to people sending shit like oh pretty patel you're an arsehole sort of thing um okay which but then is I'm, I'm ten... sorry to interrupt but you wouldn't hit someone with a shovel and then call it gardening that's not no 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 exactly it's like <sighs> it's it's people online criticizing public figures you could maybe make an argument that that could somehow relate to real life. But the mm. idea that some idiot online calling Pretty Patel an arsehole is the same as someone going up to an MP and killing them is yeah. not in any way comparable. Like it's, yeah, it's, those two things aren't, yeah. it's Reactionaries always do this when there's like a crisis. It's like, well, we need more control over things mm. That we do we even know that the guy was a troll? Do we even is it even true that the guy was was showing a behaviour of of hating mm, David Amos? Mm. It's like it's it's so complicated. And even if it is, yeah, why would you then say, well, tighter restrictions and all anonymity needs to be stripped from everyone so that it doesn't happen? It's like it's not a very surefire way of making. Mm it not happen again because people are just going to be like well why why are you punishing yeah. me for something that some arsehole has done you know yeah I, no i think yeah it's it's sort of like when you were at school and there's two kids that won't shut up and then that means all of you have to stay in the yeah. break time it's yeah i mean you know it's more horrific than that but it's the Obvious, same yeah theme. definitely yeah um yeah no i think we've sort of i i think i sort of slightly understand better now and it, yeah because the the reason that david amos was killed it wasn't that somebody was tweeting a load of things at him and then one day they decided they'd had enough and tried to kill him. I I don't think that was the reason. The reason was because they wanted to kill him. So they got a knife and killed him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's not... Twitter doesn't factor into that, surely. Yeah. Unless I'm massively misunderstanding the mind of, of somebody that would go out and stab someone. Unless I'm massively misunderstanding, surely social media doesn't play a part in that. I just don't... I just don't get it. I don't... Yeah. There's no connection there. If she'd have said we should tighten laws on knives that might be considered weapons, then I can understand that. That's something I could understand going out of this. Or if she'd have said we should tighten security around um, MPs meeting with constituents and have people have to do background checks before they can meet an MP or or whatever, or go through metal detectors. I can understand that. Those are things that would actually have prevented what's happened. But what she's suggesting and what um, Dominic Raab is suggesting, neither of those would prevent what we're talking about here. Yeah. They're just random laws that people want to go for. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Pretty Patel, is she the Home Secretary or the Defence Secretary? Uh, She is the Home Secretary, I believe. So having much less anonymity online would be a brilliant thing for her. Yeah. Because then if somebody tweets something sort of saying, I really hate Boris Johnson or whatever... 
She can kick their door down and say, they're going to definitely murder the Prime Minister. Let's go and get them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just fucked. I mean, oh. this this government has been, more so recently, has been showing very, very clear signs that they want more authority when it comes to mm. what we do and what we say. Increased police powers in the wake of the, the Sarah Everard case, which is... Mm. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't yeah, even get it, into it's... that. Repealing the Human Rights Act, okay? Mm. It can't be overstated how dangerous that is because it's an act that protects everyone, mm. absolutely mm. everyone. And this weird faux nationalism of Dominic Rab saying, "Well, the British and uh, uh, the British military and police shouldn't have to be dictated to." by Europe. It's like Europe is one entity. The implication is that British people can inherently make better decisions. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Which is <laughs> British supremacy. I mean, which it's... Which is just horrific yeah, in itself. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's, the cons- it's the conservative sort of mindset, isn't it? It's, it's, the, it's the priority of the individual over millions of people, multi-millions of people that, that mm. should have the same rights and no one should be treated differently or given special treatment for us and it also leaves us open to authoritarianism mm. like, like i don't know about anyone else but i can feel it i can feel this theft this weird horrible sticky sort of thievery of, of what what protects us all that's that's the feeling that i'm getting because what other reason would you have mm. for repealing a human rights act like, really? Mm. Why is it so troubling to them? I don't yeah, know. exactly. I think people are too comfortable. Maybe people should be less comfortable. Yeah. Can we arrange oh, for that to happen, please? People have too many rights, you know. How? Mm. Oh, God. These bloody people, they, they get deserve a, a working week that's less than 100 hours? No. Yeah. I can get them back in the, like in the um, what's it called? Victorian times, when you go to a, like a, um, a workhouse. Get them back in a workhouse. <laughs> yeah. Poor house, oh, yeah. yeah. Um... 